Ciao, everyone. I'm Jacqueline DiGiorgio, and welcome or welcome back to The Milano Files, my podcast unearthing the food, beverage, and lifestyle culture in and around Milan, my adopted city and Italy's best unkept secret. My guest today is pastry chef Marcello Rapisardi, the owner of Pasticceria e Dessert, a whimsical pastry shop nestled into an unassuming corner of Piazzale Bacone in Milan. Marcello opened his bakery in 2015 in his hometown after having honed his talent under Ernst Nam, one of Milan's most esteemed pastry chefs. Some of Italy's finest chefs, including Andrea Berton, whose namesake restaurant in Milan holds a Michelin star, and Moreno Cedroni of Madonnina del Pescatore in Senegalia in Le Marche, a two-star Michelin restaurant. He also worked for Heston Blumenthal at the three-star Michelin-rated Fat Duck in the UK, one of the world's most famous restaurants. He's a teacher as well. He's been teaching pastry at the Italy locations in Milan and Turin since 2013, and he also organizes lessons for both amateur and professional bakers alike. His accolades include being named an emerging pastry chef in 2018 by the Gambaro Rosso Pastry Chefs and Pastry Shops Guide, and the Golosorio Guide named his pastry shop one of the best pastry shops in Italy in 2022. Today, April 6th, also happens to be Carbonara Day. And believe it or not, my guest has one of the most intriguing ties to Carbonara, not only in Milan, but I think it's safe to say all of Italy. Curious? Well, you'll just have to listen to the who, what, where, when, and why. As I've said before, I record on location, so you might hear some background noise. Now, without further ado, please enjoy my interview with Marcello Rapisardi. Ciao, Marcello. Thank you for being here today. Oh, ciao, Jacqueline. Okay, so you're originally from Milan. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, you know, you worked at different places in Europe and around Italy, and then you opened your pastry shop here in 2015. Yes. Was there any other reason you were drawn to Milan besides the fact that you were from here? I, I like Milan. I love Milan because it's my city and uh, I love the city. Milan is a, a big city and uh, it gives you a lot, but you have to give to you. You have to give mm? something back to yes, it. Yes. Yes. I agree. Yes. Sono molte, molte persone, no? There's a lot of people. Yes. yes. Molte persone di mente aperta. Yes. With an op- many people with an open mind. E, e puoi proporli tante... And you can propose a lot of things to them. You originally worked as a chef who cooked savory food and then you switched to pastry. How did that come about? Because I think the chef, he makes all part of the kitchen. Make a sweet, make a pasta. This is a completely chef. And I don't study in the school, but I work when I have 16 years old. And I think... I want to study the pastry, I want to study the the pasta, because uh, I want a completely chef. This is uh, my my opinion, because when I work in in a restaurant, I see uh, the the pastry. The chef... spoke about... The chef was always saying... Mm -hmm. Always saying, "Ah, I don't like the sweet, I don't like the sweet. And the pastry, uh, faceva quello che voleva. Okay. The, the pastry chef could do whatever he wanted. Uh, I think the chef uh, don't control the, the pastry. Quando diventerò chef, dicevo, io devo sapere cosa yeah. fanno tutti. When you were a chef, you were able to understand what everyone did. Yes. 
I understand every part of the kitchen. I don't like sweet, but the pastry, oh, this is okay, this is okay, but it's not good. Yeah. For the work, for the work, it's not good. Chef control all, all the kitchen. It's not good for the chef to control mm. everything, right? Because it, the dynamic it creates, I think it's not... Um, and uh, I study in the kitchen, uh, pastry, every, every um, part of the kitchen. The fish, the meat, the main course. Nice. And then you wound up in pastry. Yes. That's, it's interesting because, you know, pastry, it's so different from, you know this obviously, it's so different from the savory food because it's so much more exacting and precise. Mm. As opposed to the savory, sometimes there can be a little room for, for yeah. error. I put the processing, uh, the, the kitchen in the pastry. You put, My yes. shop is a strange shop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We have more preparation. Come ti posso dire? Mettere le tecniche della cucina nella pasticceria. So you put the techniques of the kitchen in the pastry shop. Yes, yes. And the desserts in the pastries. In the, set, in the, <laughs> the ingredients you usually use in a, in a kitchen preparation and put in the pastry. Your motto is forma antica, contenuto moderno, or ancient form, modern content. And it ties into what you were saying before, because there's a very interesting, well, several interesting treats here at the mm. shop, but one in particular, your praline with the carbonara filling. Yes. This motto, I like this motto because uh, the people, when uh, come to my pastry, if I tell, ah, cioccolatino carbonara. If uh, you see the cioccolatino, ah, okay. This mm-hmm. is formantica cioccolatino. But inside you you have the carbonara flavor or more more uh, flavor strange. La persona la persona è tranquilla quando vede un cioccolatino, no? Se io già gli dico cioccolatino alla carbonara, no no non mi piace perché pensa alla pasta. Yes. Okay. So when you give someone, when you present someone with a carbonara chocolate, they're turned off by it at first because they, they think of the pasta and they, they don't want it because they think, oh my goodness, how is this going to work? Because the, la testa delle persone è molto condizionata dalle, dai sapori. So that the minds, the heads of the people are conditioned to good or, or programmed for, conditioned to good flavors. Mm. Beautiful flavors. And for uh, them, it's, that's very the, the, unconventional. The ingredients from carbonara, eggs, you use in the pastry. That's eggs. true, yes. Okay. The cheese, you use in the, the cheese in, uh, in a pastry. It's pecorino cheese, usually, in carbonara, yes. yes. In mm. carbonara, there is a pecorino. But in um, in pastry shop, uh, is a, a typical biscuit. The mm. name is Ungherese, Salato. There is pecorino in yeah. uh, in uh, freeze in a f- fridge of uh, pastry. Every ingredients uh, so the, um, you use in the kitchen, if possible, you use in a, in a pastry. Think and open mind. Exactly. Uh, yes, and it comes together nicely in the um, the chocolate because I've had it before and I I love it. Yeah. <laughs> A traditional carbonara has, yes. um, as we said, the pecorino, the eggs, guanciale, yes, and guanciale. pepper. And so what inspired you in particular to give this a try? In all my preparation, you will see the simple uh, jelly, but there is uh, 
out and behind there is a more um, technique. I want to work uh, with eggs and uh, I want to uh, make a carbonara chocolatino. Okay. Um, normally, when you make uh, ganache, you use the butter. I don't want to use the butter. And uh, ah, the guanciale. When you put the guanciale at uh, 16 degrees, is a uh, liquid. But when uh, the guanciale put in the fridge, and it solidifies. Yes, and uh, I use the guanciale al posto del burro. Ah, so you use the guanciale in place of the butter. Then the carbonara, you think, is an English sauce, a typical sauce from uh, pastry. Yeah, the okay. crema in yes. If you change the grids, not put, um, don't cook at uh, 82 degrees, but you cook at uh, 90 degrees. The flavor uh, cambia. Okay, so change, when you cook it at 82 degrees instead of 90 degrees, yes. the flavor changes. Yes. It's a mistake, but when you taste, the flavor is perfect. You have the flavor from eggs, from carbonara, typical. You put the white chocolate because the white chocolate is uh, neutral. Okay, It neutralizes neutral, it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And when you eat carbonara, what is the, the flavor in your mind? pepper and smoke it. More people use pancetta, but their perfect is guanciale, no? Guanciale don't have the perfect smoked, uh, the perfect, uh, yes, smoked flavor. And I ho ricercato. Pepe. You researched yes. peppers yes. to use And I for see it. the smoked pepper. You use a smoked pepper. Yes, and I use smoked pepper. But the idea, when I worked to Blumenthal, when you worked for for Heston esatto, Blumenthal at the esatto. Fat Duck, si studiava molto l'uovo. You you studied eggs a lot esatto, there. Esatto, esatto. E lì mi è venuta l'idea. So your experience there gave you that idea. Facevo un gelato allo, allo scrambled eggs. You tried it with scrambled eggs. You did yes. a test with ice scrambled cream, eggs. Uh, scrambled egg ice the, cream. Yes, with Heston. And uh, I see this technique, and um, I work from my uh, chocolate, little chocolate. And when did you work at the Fat Duck? 2000 and 2008. And how long were you there for? Six, uh, six months. I imagine, uh, just as you have described, it was very formative yes, in your yes. career. Is there anything else you learned there that you still apply every day when you're creating Pastries, desserts, dolce. Uh, well, when I worked to Blumenthal, my mind crashed, probably. Yeah. Because I see a new world from the uh, restaurant and pastry. In 2000, 2008, when I return in Italy, I see... Uh, no, I make a new dessert and I use techniques when I've uh, learned. When you make a new dessert, you use the techniques that yes, you learned there. Yes. Quando fai un, un dolce o una preparazione. When you make a dessert or a preparation. La tecnica è molto importante. The technique is very important. 
senza però andare a stravolgere tutto, senza spaventare la persona, il cliente. Without overwhelming the, the client. Il gusto è molto the, importante. The flavor is very important. Esatto. Alla fine di tutto è il gusto che ti lascia. At the end of every, because at the end it's the, the flavor, the taste that remains. You use m- more techniques, but customer don't trust. They, Okay. They're not in, the exactly. customer isn't interested in the techniques, it's just about the flavor. Okay. Yes. The customer, oh, yes, yes, but uh, it's not important. It's important when you eat. And so what other kinds of chocolates do you make that are a bit unusual? Um, I use the plankton. The marine plankton. Bioplankton is a, a product uh, from uh, Spain. The chef at Freestar Michelin Angel Leon studied this uh, product. And is uh, very, very, very important for the pianeta. The um, the the planet. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What is? Yeah. What is it exactly? Is a uh, um, seaweed, but uh, you make it, he make in a laboratory. He makes it in labor in okay. the laboratory. Yes. Angeleon is more important chef in Spain. Freeze yeah. there and uh, study the sea um, sea world. Okay. He make uh, prosciutto di tonno and um, more more techniques uh, for uh, cook cooking the fish. So he applies, I guess, a lot of techniques that people would think to apply more to meat. He applies them to seafood and experiments on that. Yes, salumi, salumi di pesce. A fish salami. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, very and, interesting. Um, that, like the tuna prosciutto. Tuna prosciutto. When I work to Moreno Cedroni, I make this when more more in 2008. Now, the Angel Leon make a um, more important study to the fish. The tuna salami, the flavor is uh, similar to bellota or iberico, jam. Uh, I'm really intrigued. Mm. You worked for Moreno Cedrone. He has two Michelin stars in um, Senegalia, which exactly. is in Le Marche. Exactly. And I feel like he's the chef that a lot of, you know, people in the food world are predicting to be the next to get a third Michelin star. There's some, you know, rumors about that, like he's going to be the next three-star yeah. chef in Italy. It's possible because uh, <laughs> Moreno Cedrone is uh, a clever chef. What was it like working for him? Avant-garde chef. You see, he opened the laboratory similar Angeleon and uh, use the techniques for the menu is possible new three star because uh, I, I think he's a uh, best in Italy is one of the best chef I prefer because uh, use the technical and the traditional I love the the place the plate uh, is a sushi for more more a year make sushi but with chi sushi sushi like okay. Marquijan language mm-hmm. and uh, use the technical from uh, Giappone for uh, pesce italiano. So he uses Japanese techniques yes. for Italian fish. Uh, raw fish. Raw fish. One plate is a uh, pizzetta with sgombro and burrata. Ooh. Oh my mm. goodness. So a pizzetta, that's like a little a bread, little, like yes, a, almost like yes. a pappuccino with burrata, with and, burrata um, cheese and scom- sgombro, uh, mackerel. Mackerel, yes. yes. Mackerel, uh, raw. Raw mackerel. And uh, make a little pasta with uh, a canocchia. 
Can I tell you the, the razor clam? Yes. Yes. He makes a pasta with razor clams. Yes, but, yeah. but uh, the pasta uses uh, al posto de riso. So he uses pasta in place of rice yes, for the sushi. A little, uh, a little, ah. and sopra. Put the, uh, he puts it on top. Yeah. Oh, very interesting. Eh, yeah. Italian sushi. But you write sushi. S U S C I. He spells it the it's Italian the, way in the Marquijana dialect, exactly, his local exactly. dialect. Very nice. I, I've been dying to go there. I still haven't been, but it's on my list. <laughs> Maybe later on this year, we'll see. <laughs> in the summer, perhaps. When I work to Moreno Cedroni, my mind open. Because, I can imagine. Uh, I want to work uh, with this uh, chef because uh, he's, um, the techniques uh, is more important. My first place when I work, I work in a pizzeria. I love pizzeria. I don't like when the chef approaches to the food. Because when I work uh, to Moreno Cedroni, to Ezio Santin, to Eston Blumenthal, the ingredients is uh, first. Here, I am from the service. I'm the service from the ingredient. You use the best ingredient, but uh, I am service from the ingredient. Io sono al servizio dell'ingrediente. You are the you are the service of the ingredient. Yes, non sono non è cioè io non sono il più importante, il più importante è il prodotto. So you're not what's important. What's important is the product. You're just sort of like the channel or the eh. conduit for getting it into the hands of the the clientele in a manner that gente, they will enjoy. The people eat the ingredients, don't eat. Them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I I use the techniques from uh, the food for the per aiutarti a mangiarlo. You use the techniques from the food to help you eat. Exactly, for the help. To, or to help them eat them. Besides the carbonara and the plankton, mm-hmm. what other flavors of chocolate do you make? I make the vinegar chocolate, ylang ylang chocolate, and now rosemary chocolate. What type of vinegar do you use? I use the... Um, Amphora, vinegar. Amphora aged yes. vinegar, wow. It's uh, more more interesting for the flavor. I want to search a little producer. You found a, a small producer. Okay, a small uh, producer. Andrea. I Andrea want, from Acetaia. Exactly, Acetaia San Giacomo. And I want to use in uh, natural. Natural. In fact, uh, the chocolate inside is a liquid. It's oh, two so. ganache. One ganache uh, with almond. And uh, up is uh, uh, vinegar liquid. Well, that sounds incredible. Yes, when you wow. broke the chocolate, is liquid inside. It just oh, how nice! So it kind of just seeps out. So I guess you have to eat it all in one <laughs> bite. <laughs> it's kind of and I want I work with uh, this um, vinegar. I taste <laughs> and I think uh, here the best is almond because balsamic is almond, not vinegar. Si sposa molto bene la mandorla con l'aceto. They um, go together very well. The another chocolate is uh, rosemary, and I use the technique uh, with caramel. I cook the um, sugar, 170 degrees. I put the rosemary because the essential oil, the sugar captures the essential oil. I make the caramel. So you cook the sugar without the oil? No, oh. no, no, no. I cook the sugar with 170 degrees. It's brown caramel. When the caramel is brown, I put the fresh rosemary 
because the essential oil in uh, the rosemary catturati dallo zucchero. So, okay, so the ascent, the essential oil essential. of the rosemary, it sort of combines or attaches nicely to the sugar, to, mm-hmm. you said? Yes, because the they sugar co- captured the, the flavor. Okay. Okay. So the sugar captures the flavor of the essential oil. But captures the flavor uh, raw, not cooked rosemary. Okay, so it captures, okay. yes. It's important this because the for the balsamic, rosemary is balsamic. But when you cook, lost this uh, balsamic. When you use the caramel, capture this uh, balsamic uh, oil, and uh, after I frullare. You mix yes, or blend? I, yes, blend. I blend mm-hmm. and I put in the ganache. Ah. And when you eat, this is a little crunchy and explosion flavor. That sounds delightful. Oh my goodness. This is uh, interesting. Ylang Ylang is um, it's easy chocolate because uh, I use the two different type of chocolate. Because uh, the, f- the flower of Ylang Ylang, the flavor is uh, like uh, acacia honey. Like a- acacia honey. Exactly. I use two different chocolates because it's not too dolce. If you don't use the two different chocolates, mm-hmm. it's too sweet. Mm. And what are the two chocolates you use? I use the milk at uh, 470%. It's important chocolate milk. And uh, uh, chocolate, um, dark chocolate, so 73%. Not sweet, but uh, not uh, amaro. It's not too bitter. Exactly. Not bitter. Because when you eat, when you, eat you, you listen to the, the smell of uh, the, this flower. And then are there any other flavors you're considering experimenting with for the chocolate or are you all well, I use the, um, the vegetable now for the jelly. Part the fruit and part the legume, because it's a new tendency in, uh, in the world. So the pat de fruit, those are the gelées, and a lot of people are now starting to use vegetables yes. for them. And what are some flavors that you use? My flavor, preferite. Preferite. Your favorite flavor? Yeah. Uh, is uh, pepper and orange. And uh, celery, 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 lime, and mezcal. Celery, lime, and mes- mezcal. Mezcal. Because uh, this, uh, the, the, the last is um, interesting because uh, mezcal is smoked, is a smoked flavor. The lime is fresh and the celery is fresh. It's uh, interesting. I bet that's delightful. That sounds really interesting. And the carrot, uh, ginger, and um, albicocca. Apricot. Apricot. I try with uh, ravanello. Radishes? Radishes. Ah, what did you put that with? Radishes and uh, stro- uh, strawberry. But uh, the smell is not good. Oh, no. <laughs> when, you, uh, when you eat uh, subito. When you eat it right away. Yes, it's okay. Two, three days, uh, the, fla- the smell is not good. It becomes the flavor, more pronounced. The, the yeah. taste is uh, good, but the, fla- the, the smell... And that could sort of, yeah, because uh, it could ruin the eating experience if it's mm, too strong because, it, yeah, <laughs> they're all connected. I make the, sorb- the sorbet. The sorbet, yeah. With mm-hmm. radish and uh, raspberry. Amazing. But the sorbet is uh, cold and the smell. So it conceals okay. the smell. Sure, okay. yeah. When you cook the radish, the flavor is, the smell is not good. I understand, and yeah. for the shop is not. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's going to infiltrate uh, all of the other the jelly yeah. you know, the charms and sweet yeah. uh, not the uh, <laughs> it was stinky <laughs> like <laughs> the jelly is very interesting because it's a vegan product I don't use the uh, animal product come ti posso dire è molto um, è molto importante anche per i bambini lo faccio molto per it's i bambini che sono qua it's very good for the, the children to eat their vegetables it's a yeah. way for children to eat their vegetables esatto, they get their esatto. nutrients yes <laughs> smart uh, and um, ginevrine is another product yeah what are ginevrine ginevrine is a, a typical sugar um, they're like a sweet disc almost a little round sugar mm, yes. candy it's like candy a mini sugar. disc is a old product with uh, the grandmother have uh, a big uh, vaso. A big jar yes. or vase filled in with In every them. family. Yeah. <laughs> in Italy. And this candy, house of grandmother, when you come here, oh, I take this one. The flavor, but the flavor is um, typical with uh, rosolio or rhubarber. Like uh, rose oil and rose rhubarb. Oil, yep. yes. It, and uh, I, I like it. I want to re- return for Mantica, but inside uh, I make uh, the Campari, the Mastica, uh, Ramazzotti. These are liquors. Yes. And now I study with incense. Frankincense is incense. Yes. Okay. I make the, the, the caramel. Ah, I make the jelly with incense. Pear and incense. Pear and incense. It's uh, more elegant. In, uh, in mouth when you eat is uh, elegant I can imagine yeah. like a perfume <laughs> sure yeah that's very intriguing uh, yes the ingredient is uh, in ogni cosa che c'è basta solo aprire la testa e portarli e lavorarli con la tecnica giusta it's just enough to open your mind open your head and take them Quello and then tutti, try them. Tutti gli chef, tutti quelli chef con cui ho lavorato, che sono tutti pazzi. With all of the chefs you work with, they're all crazy. So. <laughs> Gli ingredienti sono tutti qua. Conoscere la tecnica, applicarla al prodotto. So all of the ingredients are here, but to know the technique, you have to apply the products to understand. Esatto, perfetto. Thank you, Marcello. A visit to pasticceria e dessert is a must when you're in town. And yes, his carbonara praline is really as delicious as I said it was. I wasn't just saying that to be polite because I was interviewing him. I meant it. And when you finally do try it for yourself, I dare you to disagree with me. As usual, you can find any pertinent links to anything or anyone discussed during the episode in my show notes, including my blog post featuring Marcello's recommendations for anyone visiting Milan. Thank you all so, 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 so much for listening to the Milano Files and alla prossima.